Welcome to the House of Cinema podcast. I am your host, Joe Aragon. With me today, Clara Curtis. And in the house today, digging up up holes, digging it, digging up. We're talking about I'm... holes. We're revisiting <laughs> holes. Clara, I'm... I am so wow. excited right now. I'm so happy you burst into song first thing. Because I've just been thinking about that song nonstop Digging since up, I watched. Holes. Yeah. 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 What, a, what a jam. What a classic. Yeah, we're going all Such the way back song. to 2003 to talk about Holes. Uh, clearly, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm yeah. curious how you're feeling going to this episode. Oh, I'm ecstatic. I love Holes. And I haven't watched it in a very long time. So this was like... It was a, a very extra special nostalgic watch for sure. There is somebody out there, a listener of ours, who has been cl- requesting holes, I want to say, for the past six or seven months. So whoever <gasps> oh, that wow. person is, I forget your name, but I hope you were having the time of your life while listening to this episode. Yeah. Because I thought of you when we started recording uh, this, and I was like, I hope this person's happy now. Um, yeah. I love Holes. Like you, this is nostalgia to the max. You know, 2003, prime of my life as a child. A Mm. lot to go into, a lot to discuss. Uh, Before we jump into Holes, a few things. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Just a reminder for everybody, there is a writers and actors strike going on. It's more than Mm -hmm. 100 days. The writers have been on strike. It's been a long time. Uh, Still, the AMPTP has not come to the table to really seriously meet the demands of the writers um Mm-mm. they haven't even met with the actors at this point so uh please stay informed please keep informed with what's going on and ensure you're aware of the situation um spread the word make sure people are aware of it because the most we can do besides physically donating is be aware of the situation so please be aware yes. of what's going on that is all we ask as a podcast uh second disclaimer there is none. I'm just excited to talk oh. about holes. There is no second disclaimer. I am just I am right. ready to jump in the holes. Clara, okay. before we jump in, I guess oh. how are you? How are things? <laughs> Let's talk about you for one second. How are you? Oh wow. Uh I'm good. I'm vibing. Um I'm in the midst of some deep, deep, deep manifestation work. I'm trying to make it be fall. Um, oh, I, I thought you were going to manifest Taylor Swift tickets for me. That's that's what I thought you were manifesting. Well, we can hope for that too, I suppose. But I I need to emph- I don't think we I don't think you understand how badly I need it to not be summer anymore. Well, I disagree with that considering <laughs> it is 95 plus every day here. Uh trust me when I tell you I desperately want it to be fall as well i love the yeah. summer but it is yeah far too hot right now so i, I think i have it's an idea at least. why do you want it to be uh fall so bad because i live in the pacific northwest i'm not meant i'm not supposed to this i'm not supposed to be warm ever i'm supposed to be a chilly little baby boy and i'm supposed to wear sweaters and i'm supposed to frolic in the rain and i'm not getting any of that for an extended period of time and i'm done with it um, so I started my Halloween watches at the beginning of August, and I've been watching Halloween movies almost exclusively, so I'm doing my best to do my part, and I think everyone else needs to help, too. I think it just needs to be fall. I want I want it to be fall so bad. I'm gonna ask you this question so oh. you can maybe sound like a, a silly little person here. Ooh, okay. What's the, the highs 
of temperature wise in your area for the past couple days? Uh, mid eighties. Stop it! You have you have no right to manifest fall. No, in no, 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 no. You know because listen, this is the <laughs> difference. You have like an average temperature of like seventy degrees. My average is like fifty, and I'm not there right now. I'm okay. well. That's fair. I'm suffering, Joe, okay. and I'm a pasty little Victorian child. I'm not so. Sub- <laughs> I'm not supposed to be in the sun, but okay. I understand because it is way. It is objectively way hotter there, and I lived in California, so I understand it. It's very different, but. I've acclimated to the Pacific Northwest after being here for an extended period of time now. And okay. That's I fair. can't handle it. Yeah. Relativity matters. It, it, yes. Relative to you, the eight, mid-80s is hot considering what yes. you're used to. Yes, yes, yes. I'm praying for mid-80s. Today was like the high was 87 and I was like, wow, Ooh. what a relief. I know. You, you I, texted I, me I, like, oh, it's colder. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, thank you. It's not 95 today. <laughs> I was ecstatic to find out it was not 87 or to not yeah. 97. So anyways, uh, in, a, in a bit of a cool period right now, it's supposed to get mm-hmm. to like 103 this weekend, I think. So Oh, wow. Back to to hell I go, I suppose. Anyways. Yeah, I guess. Oh, my on God. On that note, what a beautiful transition to Holes, a movie that yeah. is very, very hot. Very hot. Sweaty. Yeah. yeah. When you think of summer movies or we think of movies that mm. make you hot or sweat, do you think of Holes? Honestly, no. Interesting. What do you think but of? I think of stuff like Sandlot or Good Do the too. Right Thing. That's mine as well. Um, mm-hmm. Or I'm trying to think, oh, uh, like Because of Winn-Dixie. What is um, that? Is it the dog movie? Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't say what is that. Never Come on. It. Stop. It, okay. Actually, though, it. I'm like... 99% sure it's basically like a little bit of a Christian propaganda. If we're oh, being I would not be surprised. It's definitely a little Christian coded, um, but it's a cute little movie about a dog and a little girl. Oh my God. Um, I can't believe you haven't seen that. It's a girl with the, is it the girl from Bridge from Terabithia? No. Oh, okay. Um, or wait, is it? It, it is. It might I'm be, lying. I'm totally lying. It is because her name is long. It's like three names. Yeah, I've only, I can see the cover in my head, like the poster. But I can, I've never seen the movie, I don't think. Oh, it's so wholesome. Is this? Yes. No, wait. Yes. Anna, Anna Sophia Robb. Got it. Got it. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So you think of those uh, movies, but you don't think of Holes. Yeah. Is there a reason why you don't think of Holes? Um, I think it's because I have a really hard time, like, comprehending, like, the timeline of the movie in terms of, like, when Stanley, like, gets caught with the shoe. Like, is he on summer vacation? Like, I feel like they never Good really point. explicitly say. And so then I just see it more as, like, oh, he's, I mean, obviously he's in the desert. And so I don't immediately associate that with summer. Because, mm. like, a desert is a desert year-round, you know? True, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you consider this a summer movie? I don't know if I consider it summer movie. And I think I mm-hmm. do sometimes because when he's writing letters to his mom, he makes it sound like he's at summer camp. That's true. So he does do that. Because he treats Camp Green Lake like a summer camp, in my head, I'm like, oh, it is it is a summer movie. But mm. that being said, I also don't immediately think of holes when someone's like, what's your favorite summer movies? It's always kind of same as you. Sandlot, Do the mm. Right Thing is the one that always comes to my head. Yeah. I always watch that movie on a really, really hot day. Um, hmm. What else do I think of? 
I know. What else? I'm trying to think of what other ones. I think of Recess School's Out for Ooh, obvious reasons. That's a, what a you know, good it's a one. Some, you know, summer Deep school. Cut. Um, Jeez. Wow. There's got to be another one we're missing that's really obvious. I know. I'm trying to think. Probably oh, some... uh, uh, The Way, Way Back. The Way, Way Back. That's a good one. It's a really good yeah. one. Stand By Me. Stand By Me is a very good one. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all good mm. ones. Yeah. So anyways, uh, Holes, though, this is kind of a nice transition to First Memories. Okay. I mean, this movie is based off a very, very popular and successful book of the same title Mm. that was published in 1998. My question to you is, did you read the book before the movie or did you see the movie first? So my deepest, darkest confession is I've never read the book. Wow. Isn't that weird? Maybe. Well, it's weird to me as somebody who's, you know, a little bit older than you. This was 98 was I was in fourth grade. You know, I was eight years old. So this is like, oh, I was two. <laughs> yeah. Elementary school for me. This was the book. Like that definitive you had to, book. Definitive book. This is like mm. pre Harry Potter, barely pre Harry Potter. I think Harry Potter is what, like 98, 99. Uh, yeah. So yeah. this is around the same time as Harry Potter, but like this was the definitive book you read in elementary school for my youth. Everybody wow. read it. Like I think teachers were even reading it to their class, like chapter by chapter. Oh, wow. It was a big deal to read this book. So when the movie was announced, millennials everywhere rejoiced. They were just <laughs> celebrating, throwing things in the air. It was a big deal. Uh, so we read the book in elementary school. Really loved it. And I, I actually would still recommend it. I mean, my memory of it is pretty fuzzy. But mm. I know the one thing that people tend to really applaud the movie for is for its really, uh, not I was gonna say strict adaptation, but the fact that it's a very true to the novel. Like, they leave out very little things. And the things they leave out may be small, but, like, they do a good job adapting the book to the movie. Mm. And so I think it's worth checking out from what I remember. I mean, it's just okay. like a really easy, fun read. So... That's my first mm. memory is that I, I read this book first mm-hmm. and then watched the movie and was in love ever since. Uh, what's yours? Um, well, so I definitely saw this. Like, I don't think I saw this in theaters, but this was like a major go-to for my sisters and me when we needed like to pick out DVDs for road trips. This was like always in the road. T- this in Hoot, which is funny because the, the same author who wrote Holes wrote Hoot, right? I never read sure. Hoot or watched Hoot. Oh. Oh, Hoot is so cute. This with the owls? Yes, and they live in the ground. What? Why are they living in the ground? Well, that's where they they nest is underground. I think I, okay, don't, do not, I would love for someone to correct me and tell me. The Hoot fans are going to come after you. (laughs) Please, I know I want to learn more about these owls. Please tell me everything. But I, my assumption, not knowing why, would be they live in florida i'm pretty sure so it's underground partially to avoid probably predators and then also probably to like deal with the heat is you're underground and you're cool is my assumption cannot confirm um but oh who is really cute i'm pretty sure it's the same author as holes but i don't know also for sure it might just because they both start with h i might be making things up who's I don't know. novel let's see okay. no not same author Oh, no. Carl <laughs> Heas Heisen. Don't know how to spell his name or say his name. He okay. wrote Hoot, Flush, Chomp, Scat. A bunch of one-worded 
novels. Never heard of any Damn. of these ones. Hoot seems to be the one he's most uh, successful. Okay, most well, clearly in my little brain from when I was a child, I was deeply associating Hoot and Holes together. I mean, together. one word titles and they both start with H. Yeah, that's true. And then, yeah, so we just, we watched this constantly. Um, It was like a favorite. And now that I'm like an adult and I know that I'm trans, I can say that this movie had a very (laughs) deep impact on my little body and my little brain and my little heart because I would lie awake at night and cry, Joe. I need you to understand I would cry because I wanted to go to Camp Green Lake so bad i wanted to go and be a little boy digging holes so bad and i did not understand why and now i'm gonna i think that's part of why i was texting you when we were watching this i was like i'm crying a lot like (laughs) so this is this is like a good little like pre-trans but also still trans movie honestly okay trans awakening trans yes that's exactly what i'm trying to say thank you so much we might be skipping ahead but is there a trans joke later in this movie with mr sir Oh, totally, and I hate it. That's okay. I thought I, I, when he said it, I was like, is that a trans joke? Uh, yeah. It, it was like a one-liner, and then they move on real quick from it. Yeah, yeah, They, I, which, I'm, I mean, at least I'm glad they just get out of there quick. But yeah, I was they don't like, linger Ugh. on it. I know. Okay, no. that's what I thought was happening. Anyways, yeah. uh, that's interesting because for a lot of people, I think this is also, I mean, okay, I'm not speaking on everybody's behalf, but for little old Joe, uh Sexual Awakening with Sigourney Weaver and Patricia Arquette. Yeah, also that. <laughs> also uh, that. <laughs> the Warden is... She's, <gasps> she's hotter than the desert, I'm fanning my face. Man. Yeah, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie awakened a lot of things for a lot of people, clearly. Yeah. Uh, so we'll jump into those later, I guess. Okay, okay, okay yeah. <laughs> Let's jump into some facts before we jump okay. into the scenes. Uh, yeah. As I mentioned, it was released April 11th, 2003. Directed by Andrew Davis, who directed The Fugitive, which is a action movie with Harrison Ford. Kind of a weird oh. jump to holes, but that's what it, that's where it is. Screenplay by Louis Sacker, the person who wrote the book. Oh, cool. Here's the cast. Big cast. I'm going to read everybody I can. Okay. Sigourney Weaver plays the warden. John Voight plays Mr. Sir. Tim Blake Nelson plays Dr. Pendansky. Shia LaBeouf plays Stanley. Yelnats. Cleo mm-hmm. Thomas plays Zero, Hector Zeroni. Jake Smith plays Squid. Brian, oh, sorry, Byron Cotton plays Armpit. Brendan Jefferson plays X-Ray. Miguel Castro plays Magnet. Max Cash plays Zigzag. Siobhan Hogan plays Tiffany Yelnet. Henry Winkler mm. plays Danielle Nets III. Rick Fox, Los Angeles Lakers legend Rick Fox, plays Clyde Sweet Feet Livingston. Hmm. Patricia Arquette plays Kissing Kate Barlow. Scott Plank plays Trout Walker. And Dule Hill plays Sam. Anybody I missed you wanted to shout out real quickly? Um, I... Did you say Nathan Davis plays the grandpa? I did not. I missed out Nathan Davis. Oh, I'm sorry, Nathan okay. Davis. Okay, I'm going to include Nathan Davis only because when I was doing my little research to find my fun fact, and now I'm cheating because I'm giving a fun fact, but this is not my fun fact is uh nathan davis is the father of our director andrew davis oh very cool very cool yeah so i thought that was a little bit of a reverse nepotism going on there but okay Ooh, very true very true guess the rotten tomato score your consensus clara is this faithful to its literary source 
This hmm. is imaginative, intelligent family entertainment. That's it. That's all you get. Oh, no. That's not helpful at all. Um, I'm very torn because I feel like, on one hand, maybe the numbers are inflated because of nostalgia. But on the other hand, maybe they're too low because it's a kid's movie and sometimes those get picked apart especially hard. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Critics, I'll go 80. And audience, I'll go 83. You're not far off on either. So critic okay. score was 78. So you're only off oh. by 2% there. Ooh, okay. Audience score, surprisingly enough, 76. Whoa. Lower. Whoa, okay. Here Why? are the reviews I pulled, and I, I'm I need to get your thoughts on them because they make no sense to me. Ooh, okay, fun. Robert put Maybe it's just me, but I found this movie too confusing. What? I don't I don't know. Here's another one. Okay. Holes was a somewhat film. The what? story was confusing. They kept going back and forth with the backstory and now the characters were okay. However, they were not as great. The music was weird. I never heard anything like that. I want to give Holes a C minus. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so what I think needs to happen is we need to find these people and very gently take them back to school and teach them media li- literacy because they clearly don't understand a basic plot line. Is there it- anything legitimately confusing about this movie to you? No. I'm trying to to think of something, conjure up some aspect of this film that would be confusing to somebody, and I cannot. I cannot fathom what about this movie is confusing. I mean, maybe on like a first watch, you know the, the point where Stanley's on the bus, he's coming into camp, and he sees like Sam's ghost walking through the desert, and then he vanishes? Maybe that confused people? But, like, I mean, that's such a brief thing. It's explained, thing. like, 10 minutes later. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's explained, but it's not. Because it is a. you can do the question of, like, why is Sam a ghost? He's um, dead. That's why. <laughs> but no one, else is a, no one else is a ghost. No, there are no other ghosts. I mean, true. Maybe you know? Sam haunts the lake because he was murdered on it. That's so sad. Oh, poor. I can't think about Sam too much. Um, we. <laughs> I did. I cried so much over we'll, Sam. We'll get to Sam and you're crying yeah. in a second. I yeah, let's okay. Um honestly no, because like yeah, it ju- it's doing backstory, but it's the most straightforward backstory I think I've ever seen. It's a kids movie. It's it a can't kids movie, yeah. It's a, it's not that complicated. So I am definitely very confused by the amount of confusion going yeah. on here. The other That's review weird. I wrote down was, it faithfully, ad- sorry, it faithfully adapts the book. But if you didn't enjoy that, this has nothing new to offer. What? Which, well, what? I, I, I mean, I guess the person's right. I mean, if you don't like the book, guess what? You're not going to like the movie. I guess. I guess. That is the most bizarre complaint I think I've ever seen. These are the people you deal with on Rotten Tomatoes. This is why when you go on Rotten Tomatoes, you take things with a, as a grain of salt. Um, which, by the this way, is why what I does just that don't go mean? on there. What does that mean, grain of salt? Um, 
a grain of salt is really, really tiny, you know? And so it's kind of the idea of like, oh, take what this person is saying with a grain of salt, which is that it's... It's so small like, and It's so small. Almost. Yeah, like it's not it's not going to be a burden to take it. Ooh, okay. I like that explanation. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. I don't know if that's right, but we no, can no. pretend it is. That sounds okay. right. Let's go with that. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> IMDb facts... Uh, okay. Since you cheated and said one earlier, I'm going to... You go first. I'm going first. Yeah. Yeah, you go first. <laughs> this one's the most wild one, for sure. Okay. A screenplay was yep. initially <laughs> written by Richard Kelly. Mm-hmm. Who is Richard Kelly, you might be asking in your car. Well, or maybe you're at home or in the library. I'm asking or, that right now. Or or at the gym. Or, <laughs> or me. Who is Richard Kelly? <laughs> Do you think people listen to podcasts at the gym? Um, I don't know. I don't go to the gym, so I can't really speak to the experiences happening there. Okay, that's fair. As You're, somebody, you go to the gym. Do you do. do you think people listen to podcasts at the gym? I think some weird people probably do. Oh, okay. Why is that? Why do you think that's weird? I don't know. I mean, when I work out, I'm like trying, you know, I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to, you know, run or lift heavy things i don't know if like my voice would be exceptionally motivating should we just start like finding a should we start whispering things and play it underneath like we'll be like run faster <laughs> subliminal messaging uh, lift, during lift our that higher yeah should we that start higher? Doing... that's not a i thing. don't know what to say. i don't know how to say i don't know what to say about that <laughs> <laughs> that is not a thing but that's sweet of you um, but thank you. Should, we could so have like a workout, like a section where we just like play intense workout music and like say motivational quotes to people as they're working out. Or should we start saying like garbage things to upset people and then they oh, get like revved up? Should yeah. we be like, um, "Holes is the worst movie of all time." I would no. I would never say that. Well, um, but that's the point. Like they get, it motivates them to lift heavier, Ugh, or that's for true. you, lift higher. Yeah, um, <laughs> or we could say, like, Zack Snyder's Justice League is boring. I don't know. Ooh. I haven't seen, I actually haven't seen that, so I do not stand by that opinion. I haven't seen it. But It's, it's, it's good. I don't, like, okay. love it, but it's okay. also four hours. I'm not going to, like... Oh, whoa, I didn't realize like it was that long. It's long, <laughs> oh my man. God. It's long. Um, wow. I don't know if people listen to podcasts while they work out. I think while you walk or run, that makes more sense. Because, like, okay. sometimes I'll watch a movie when I'm, like, walking. Mm. Um, but, like, if I'm working out, I don't know if, like, a podcast would be the way to go. But maybe some people do. Who knows? Anyways, Richard okay. Kelly, you may ask as you yeah, are working out. Yeah, who is out. that? <laughs> he was the uh, writer and director of a little movie called Donnie Darko. Oh, no way. Okay. Yep. That's what he's most known for. Obviously, he's directed a few other movies, Southland Tales. Uh, what the other one's called? The Box, maybe? The Cube? Oh, with, um, oh, what's her name? Cameron Diaz? Um, I have never seen it, but recently it's been like people have been talking about it. Um, people have been talking about The Box again? Yeah, because so, like it's having a little bit of a reclamation. Really? Uh, I could be wrong. Hold on. Let me find out one second. Let me just do some... Quick it going. is. I I pulled it up. Richard Kelly did the box, and it has Cameron Diaz. And yeah. that movie, I watched that too young, and that scared the shit out of me. I, I saw did some not Twitter, like that. some Twitter chatter of someone, some people saying the box was like low key really good, and it made me want to go visit it. I have never seen it though, so I don't know. 
but the interesting thing about that movie is is i feel like in a way it's like aging in a unique fashion because like the whole thing is it's like oh if you do this thing you'll get a million dollars but like now in 2023 a million dollars like a million dollars would change my life easy but it also in the grand scheme of things in terms of like inflation is not that much money yeah no it's it's the sign of the times i suppose yeah but richard kelly yeah wrote and directed donnie darko obviously a very wild movie but he was initially tasked to write the screenplay and guess what he did it greatly, yeah. de- greatly departed from the source material by altering it to a dark, violent adaptation of the story <laughs> set in a post-apocalyptic world with changes such as Stanley Yelnat is no longer Stanley Yelnat. He is Stanley Kramer. He was sent to Camp Greenlake for mercy killing his little sister to end her suffering from radiation sickness. <laughs> the warden was changed to a man. Boo. That's like the biggest, that's the biggest one. Boo. Armpit, squid, and x-ray all killed off. Oh my God. The backstory of kissing Kate Barlow and Sam completely gone. Boo. Boo big time. Zero is implied to have murdered somebody, which I will argue that is still implied in this fucking movie. It is. Yeah, that is definitely still maybe implied a little bit. <laughs> Zero is a, uh, a little, little feisty one in this movie he's ready to survive clearly very ready to survive uh mr bedansky was actually an undercover government agent and the item they were digging for was a strange hammer-like weapon that could fire out electric bullets what (laughs) the studio reportedly found the script far too dark and disturbing for a children's movie as well as straying (laughs) far too much from the source material so they rejected it uh and of course they went with the more faithful script written by the actual author but that wow is the world we almost lived in wow wild wild you, wild wild is there a piece of you that wants to see that movie oh i would love to see that movie richard kelly should just make that movie and call it something else just call it camp green lake in your set you're golden call it pits instead of holes oh. just call it pits oh okay what's another synonym board. for holes Ditch. Ditches. Yeah. I like that. Ditches works too. Yeah. Anyways. Trenches. That's, uh, trenches. Oh, trenches is really good. I like trenches a lot. That might work really well, actually, because trenches makes me think of like trench warfare. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely has a lot more, you know, deathly connotations. Yeah. It's a good one. Okay. Well, okay. that's my fact. What'd you write down? Okay. Mine is far less uh, in depth and far less dark <laughs> mine that i wrote down was that <laughs> i feel so silly saying this after oh, no. what you just read <laughs> <laughs> what is it it says i wrote down the onions that stanley and zero eat towards the end of the movie are actually apples wrapped in edible covers <laughs> i mean that's really interesting as well because who it on is. earth would eat a raw onion like that Oh, okay, because I wrote down the question to follow up with that, which was, do you think you could raw dog, would you raw dog an onion? <laughs> like, do you think you would do that? No, why would I? No, oh. I would never do that. Oh. Unless, I mean, like, if it was necessary for me to survive, like, yeah. it was for um, Stanley, and, Stanley Zero. and Zero, yeah, I would. But oh, okay. in real life, I would never raw dog an onion. That is... So you, so let's get, I just want to get this on the record... 
So you would take a laser <laughs> shot, but you would not bite into Hold a on. raw onion. Back up. <laughs> I wouldn't take the laser, I but I could take the laser. Mm, okay. Like, I wouldn't voluntarily just get hit by lasers, but like I okay. think that if lasers were shot at me, I could take it. Okay. Same with the onion. I wouldn't voluntarily eat a raw onion. Okay. But if I had to, I, I would. I could. Okay. That's, Fine. That's important All distinction. Right. I need you to understand that I don't think I will ever let go the laser conversation. I think the laser conversation is gonna be deep in my heart forever. I I think people I th- maybe the public doesn't know this conversation because it was a conversation. Oh yeah, we had it was on the Patreon. On Patreon. But yeah. the conversation really stems from the fact that I think, you know, in the MCU, people are getting shot by lasers all the time. And I think that I could, mm-hmm. if someone shot me with a laser, I'd be fine. I, I, I could just tank yeah. it. I'd be okay. Yeah. Joe's argument, I think we were talking about how there were a bunch of people getting shot and they were like dying. And you were like, why are they dying? And I just. <laughs> I think I'd be okay. No, and we've talked about this because I've explained that a laser through you would, if it's in the right spot, it would absolutely kill you because it's it's cutting through you. I just don't think like, it'd cut through my skin. I think I don't I think it'd be. What fine. do you mean? What do you mean it wouldn't <laughs> cut through? See, this is a com- now we've gone completely deeper than we've gone before. It's burning hot. It's pr- it's so hot. Of course, it's gonna burn through your skin. I just think my skin is built differently. I just think oh, I'm, I'm, I'm built okay. different. I see. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's move to our favorite scenes and moments of holes. Okay. Or, well, did you find anything for alternate universe? Oh, I'm so sorry. Alternate universe? No, I did not. I wrote down the Richard Kelly either. thing. But okay. I said that earlier. Uh, no, cool. no alternate universe. No alternate actors almost playing certain characters. Mm-hmm. So we'll move to favorite scenes and moments. Beautiful. Here we go. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I will say this movie flows extremely well. I I think Mm. it's one of those movies that it's hard to pick out scenes because it does a really good job just moving. I watched this movie early Saturday morning and just I feel like it flew by. Do do you feel the same way? Oh, totally. Because this is like a two hour long movie like this. I was actually really surprised when I looked at the runtime because I was like, I watch this all the time as a kid, and this is not a short movie by any no, means. No, not at all. But I agree. It goes by really, really quickly. Like, And I do think part of that is because you're getting like the main storyline and then also all this backstory. So you're kind of jumping a little bit, and I think those jumps are so exciting because you want like the next piece. Yeah, good that point. You, it just goes so quickly. That's a really good point. I feel the same way. Mm. So I guess I'll just name some specific okay. scenes. I like when Stanley first arrives to the Cramp Green Lake. We get like the introduction to the camp. We get a little bit of the lore of all the characters. We get the yellow spotted lizard lore. Mm-hmm. Just a fun introduction to uh, kind of where the story takes place. I love, 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 love the backstory to the family curse. Mm, it's one of yeah. my favorite scenes in the whole movie. The story about Stanley Yelnats the second, you know, trying to... Uh, marry the this beautiful woman in the town who is kind of a dummy and he has to take the pig up the mountain and sing to it uh, i love the the curse from madame zeroni you mm. and your family will be cursed for always for and eternity <laughs> <laughs> i say for always an eternity a lot because of this movie oh wow this movie and uh what is oh the sandlot 
when he goes forever. Ever. Forever. Forever. <laughs> yes. I love that part. I think of those two when I think of uh, kind of eternity. Um, mm. I also think of the song a lot when it's like, if only, if only. If only I think of that song pecker. a lot. Yeah. Oh, I like that song. It's a good little, good little rhyme, a little limerick. Yeah. Uh, what else do I like? I like everything on the camp from digging his first hole uh, all the way to finding the little lipstick case with kissing Kate Barlow's initial on it mm. and uh, then telling the warden where we meet the warden for the first time, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Mm-hmm. One of the facts was that we don't meet Sigourney Weaver until 40 minutes into this 40. movie. 40, yeah. It's wild to think that because she's the first one billed, but once you meet her, I mean, it's, it's like her movie. I feel like I'm so obsessed oh, totally. with the warden. I agree. I feel like a lot of the time if you bring up holes, like she's one of the first things people like bring up when like in a, in association with holes. If you're like, oh, do you do you like holes? And it's like, oh, yeah, I love the warden. You know what I mean? Like they're so intertwined. So it is really interesting. Do you think anybody else could have done this? I mean, this is 2003. Oh, hmm. I am sure other people could have done it. But gosh, Sigourney Weaver is so good as the warden. She's really good as the warden. You want to know who I think would be kind of fun to see do the warden? Who? Angelina Jolie. Oh, I like that too, though. That's a good one. Thank you. I feel like that could work really well. Is there anyone that jumps to your mind or is it kind of just like, no, it's Sigourney? I like Angelina Jolie a lot. Sigourney works really well. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of 2003, like who are the big actresses at this point? Like, I don't think, like, I don't think a Jennifer Aniston could do this. You know, she's. No. Oh, no. no I don't way. think, I think you have to have that really good mix of just like a badass woman. And yeah. sadly, in 2003, I don't think there's enough badass women in film at this point to fit that role yet. Hmm. Mm. What if this movie's made in 2023? Oh, wow. That opens up the door a little bit. It does by a lot. Do we put um, Charlize Theron in it? Ooh, that's Kate Blanchett fun. as the warden? That would be fun. Um. Oh, what's her name? The The main woman in avatar is it not sigourney weaver <laughs> no not the, uh, not sigourney she's the one the person who plays oh, Jake's Zoe wife. Saldana. Yeah. yes oh yeah very good very good have her be the warden i want Wait, her to you reference avatar instead of guardians i don't know why i did that but i stand by it <laughs> i don't blame you i don't blame you it's, okay it's pretty base of you i'm not gonna lie Thank okay. you. I'm um, out here. <laughs> anyways, going back to our favorite scenes. Yes. I like, ooh, you know what scene I really like is when ooh. Mr. Sir takes Stanley to the warden because uh, he stole yes. a sunflower yes. seeds. Yes. And the warden straight up slaps the shit out of Mr. Sir with fucking Scratches rattlesnake him. poison nails. Venom nail polish. Oh, oh so the, cool. I, I love the moment too before that where she's explaining. She's like, oh, like I have venom in my nail polish. And she does that thing where she like drags her hand across Stanley's face and he's like trying not to flinch because if he flinches, it might cut him. Oh, I love that scene. I wrote that down too. The tension's I, great because you don't know... We don't really know too much about the warden at this point. We really haven't yeah. seen her. If anything, the, f- the first kind of signs of the warden in the first time we meet her, she's relatively nice and generous. Yeah. And, you know, she's rewarding yeah. X-Ray for finding the, the lipstick case. Mm-hmm. And she's giving them shower tokens and like very motivating them to dig this big hole. She's kind mm-hmm. of reasonably nice. 
And then we get this moment inside of her, um, what do you call it, like bungalow, I don't know, or trailer. Mm. I don't know what she's in. And she's, it's pretty intense because you don't know if she's going to attack Stanley or punish Stanley. And yeah. then out of nowhere, just slaps Mr. Sir with this rattlesnake poison, rattlesnake polished nails. Great moment. Love that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I like when Stanley runs away and finds Zero and they uh, climb God's thumb. I think that's pretty mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. I like more when they come back to the camp and are digging in the hole and they find the treasure chest. Yeah. And then basically the entire ending, just that whole sequence of events from finding the treasure chest to uh, Sigourney, uh, sorry, to the warden and Pedansky and Mr. Sir all getting arrested. Then we get the mm. final sequence at the very end with the lawyers. And they're like, give me Hector Zeroni's file. And Mr. Pedansky is like, oh, it seems that we've lost it. And then um, just the very end, too. Like when they're all at the at Stanley's house, he's rich oh, at now pool, yeah. at the pool. Yeah. And they watch the commercial. Aww. It's a nice little ending to that. So, yeah. Good times. Really enjoyed that. I also really wow. like kind of as a part of that, the moment Stanley breaks the curse by carrying Hector up there and singing to him. Yeah. I like the next scene is the dad like finding the, the secret ingredients yes. to the uh, the deodorizer or whatever. I don't smell anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't smell anything. <laughs> and the secret was peaches and onions. It's just so yeah. fun. So fun. Yeah, it's fun. It reminds me a lot of this letterbox review. I think it's the top one. The mm. very first one, it says like, Holes, ironic name for a movie that has zero of them, implying that the movie has is just like so well written. There's oh, like I was about single... to be like, there's a lot of holes in holes. Oh, I think yeah, I think it's implying like no plot holes. Like everything is oh. very fleshed out. It's a very tight story, and everything is kind of addressed and wrapped up really nicely at the end. Yeah. So, anyways, Aww. those are all the scenes I want to reference. I'm throwing okay. it back to you now. Okay, here we go. Um, I'll do my best to not mention stuff that you did, but also, you know me and I wrote hyper-specific things. Go for it. Um, I love the opening of the film and watching that kid purposely get bit by a rattlesnake. It's so, like, alarming. And I also like it because it really sets up the tone of the camp so effortlessly without, like, any really major dialogue or explanation. It's just that you know that there's these kids out in the desert and one of them's willing to get bit by a fucking rattlesnake. To leave, Like, that's... Oh, it's so scary. Also, because, like, I mean... Where I grew up in the Bay, like, there are rattlesnakes all over the place. So, like, oh, I was wow. always really scared. Oh, I, yeah. I was going to ask you, have you ever been bit or stung by anything crazy? Um, I'm trying to think. No, nothing beyond, like, a bee. Oh, okay. Um, or, like, I've been bitten, I think I've been bitten by, like, ants before. But not, like, fire ants, just, like, an ant. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, and, like, that's always my fault. I'm in their, their space. No, um, it's never your fault. It is always You're my fault. You're the dominant species, Clara. No, no, no. Okay, well, you no. are. There are there are way more bugs than people on the earth, and if they wanted to, they'd get us, and they don't, and that's nice of them. You know how many ants I could kill in one footstep? Okay, but do you know how many ants there are? If all the ants in the entire world came at you at once, you're done. You're toast. I, am I equipped with any type of weapons? No. Okay, well then, yeah, I might have a disadvantage, but if you give me <laughs> what, like- what, what, what? What weapon is going to save you from all the ants in the entire world coming at you at once? A flamethrower would be really helpful. (laughs) 
<laughs> I if I had a flamethrower, I could take on like a million of those guys. Okay, but there's way more than a million ants in the world. Well, I mean, if I was moving around and I I, I could okay. I could last for a while. Hmm. All right. I would love for scientists to get back to us on <laughs> on what they think of that that's plan cuz I personally as a like a novice scientist, I don't think that's going to hold up. It's <laughs> like that question, how many kindergartners could you take in a fight? Oh my god, yeah. Or oh, do you remember that show on Animal Planet? I can't remember what it was called, but it would do this thing where it'd be like, "What would happen if a if a hippopotamus was in a fight with a great white shark?" I do remember those. Do you remember yeah. that's that that's what we're doing right now. We're playing that game. Yeah, and I would yeah. defeat the ants. I don't I don't agree. I love you. I don't think so. Okay. Well, anyways, so okay. you've never been anyways. bit by anything. No, but I've had, I mean, I've had some, like, uncomfortably close run-ins with rattlesnakes, like, as a kid, because we would, like, we used to bike to this winery, like, I think it was, like, we do, like, a five-mile bike ride on the weekends sometimes, and we'd go through this park that was, like, like, rattlesnakes territory, essentially, and so sometimes you'd be riding your bike, and there's just, they're on the road, like, the trail, and it's not like you can go off the trail, because off the trail, there's likely more. Yeah, yeah, And so it's like, like, one time, no, yeah, one time I legitimately did run over a rattlesnake, because, like, I was also going too fast. It was, it really freaked me out. I didn't like it, but yeah, rattlesnakes are scary. Um, I've been stung by a jellyfish. (gasps) Oh! Whoa, where, when, what happened? Did you pee uh, on it? I did not pee on it because the lifeguard okay. said, don't do that. Oh, okay. That's I nice. was maybe six, 16 years Ooh. old. It was at, at the beach with some friends and I was just in the water and not very far into the water because at this point in my life, I was already scared of the, the ocean. So I wasn't going very far out. Okay. And I felt something like brush around my leg and I thought it was just like a bunch of seaweed and so I was like, I kind of ignored it. And then like 30 seconds later, I kind of like toppled over and my whole leg was just like burning. It, it, it really? kind of feels like like someone has a million forks and is just poking your skin. And like Weird. not to the point where like you're, it feels like you're bleeding, just like to the point yeah. where it just, it hurts. Like it just really hurts. Wow. Um, I wonder so, what kind uh, got you. I don't know, but apparently it was dead. The lifeguard was able to get it out of the water. It was dead. Oh, wow. Oh, so, no. Fuck that oh, jellyfish. Who gives a shit? What if you killed it? Well, I'm glad he fucking stung me. He fuck could, that jellyfish. He you were in his home. Yeah, well, that, that happens sometimes. Guess what? Oh, my God. He, des- he deserved it. I have no remorse oh, over that, the dead jellyfish. jellyfish. So anyways, uh, what you're Guess supposed gonna to do. going to be really upset hearing that. Why is she a, del- a jellyfish fan? Des loves jellyfish. Oh, guess what? Jellyfish is dead. Joe one, jellyfish oh, zero. Des, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, anyways, yeah. sorry. <laughs> that's that's what I got sung by. Good point though wow. on the opening to this movie. I agree. Yeah. It does set the tone very, very perfectly because and it doesn't yeah. have to like deal with like kids getting. Uh, abused either it's just like oh you kind of get the idea this place is awful because of this person's risk yeah it's it's fascinating to me it's also interesting because it's probably like the one part of this movie that like i i didn't remember at all like i completely forgot that the movie opened like that so i was really like whoa like we're going in immediately which i thought was neat 
Um, okay, what other things do I like? I just, I love when Stanley has to go to the house, to his apartment with the cops, and, like, the grandpa's like, do you have a warrant? Like, don't come in here. And then, like, they go in anyway, which I was like, that ACAB, like, what the fuck are you doing? The the grandpa is very ACAB vibes, I like that. Yeah, which I was like, thank you, grandpa, for defending your family's rights because the police are violating, like, there's no, like, I just, I was like, this would not hold up in real court, hopefully, because they did, it was just wild. Um, or no, they did have a warrant, huh? They had a warrant to be there, but they were okay. asking a bunch of questions that he didn't have to answer. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, either way, ACAB. Um, <laughs> I agree. But I just, I love the vibe of his house with all the, like, random-ass machinery that, like, absolutely has nothing to do with shoes, but they put shoes on it, so it looks like it has something to do with shoes. I thought that was so funny. Um... I, like you, I really like just, like, Stanley getting to the camp and how quickly, like, you kind of fall into, like, the environment there and, like, the vibe. Like, I feel like all the characters' different personalities are established so quickly and it works out so well because, like, then you, I mean, you don't spend, like, an excessive amount of time in exposition, which I think also is part of why this movie flies. Because it's, like, Stanley gets there, he gets his little, like... XYZ, don't do that, do this, blah, blah, blah. And then from there, it's just like, go, 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 go. And I think that's really cool. I like that a lot. Um, I love the spotted lizards. I think they are so nifty. I wish they were real. I I think they're so fun and cool. Um, If I could, I would want to hold one. And, but I can't because they're not real. Um, I got really excited when stanley found that fossil and then i got really upset when the doctor was like the warden isn't interested in fossils that had me sick i'm interested in the i want to know what that fossil was of it was a fish yeah but i want like the scientific name like i want to know what era it's from like trout or something dumb like that no stop that's not true it's it's an ancient fish it's fascinating I, it's not I an ancient one. fish. It's just the fish that was in the lake before it dried up. I don't believe that. I don't think that's fr- that fish. What? Of course it is. No, I think it's older. I think it's from the dinosaur age. Okay, well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, see, do you want to know what? This problem would be solved if they told us the fossil details. So well, I'm guess what? Upset. The warden's not interested in fossils, so we don't ah! need to know. That's what her one flaw her one flaw is no, she's not she interested no in flaws. fossils. She's perfect. Mm, uh, okay. okay, never mind. She does well, <laughs> delete Hector Zeroni's file. She is intentionally manipulating children into digging holes specifically so that she can find the treasure. I have a hot take on that later. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, cool. Um, okay, I'll keep going. I do then. like when Mr. Pedancy goes, no one cares about Hector Zeroni. I know. Everyone's cadence in this is so fun. <laughs> like the I'm the best. I'm thrilled with how everyone says words. Right. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> They're really good at it. <laughs> they are really good at it. I agree. Thank you. I agree. Um, any, any scene with Scene and Kate had me bawling. From the first time I see Sam in his first flashback, I was crying. Like, I could not handle seeing him. I love Sam as a character, and I feel sick thinking about him because i just i'm so sad for him and his donkey mary lou mary lou oh my god i just oh my god i can't but i loved all those scenes i think they're really cool i especially i think 
even though it really, really fucks me up and I sent you a picture of me bawling, um, I love, honestly, the scene where he dies and all of that because, like, the tension in it is really good. Like, yeah, the, ra- the ramp up of, like, panic, you re- yeah, exactly, it's palpable, you feel it. And then, uh, so I love that scene especially and I especially also love the scene where Kate goes back to the sheriff, like, oh, afterwards. Oh, that's my favorite and- part. Oh, it's yummy the way she kills that man. I'm like, hello, ma'am. Um, I like that part a lot. Um, I love the moments where we get the letters between Stanley and his mom. Like, he, Stanley is writing his, obviously, just, like, in the, like, rec room. And it's, like, silly, like, him describing, like, oh, I'm going swimming. And, like, all that, like, all that kind of stuff is so interesting. And then I also really like the letter that his mom writes back to him and we cut to her writing it with his father and the landlord like arguing behind her the whole time like i just love the energy of that it's so chaotic i really like the scene where there's that little cloud that forms and all of them stop digging to talk to the cloud i think that's fun and i would do that too um i love the way sigourney weaver says excuse me (laughs) that is so fun i'm obsessed with that um i love the line i can fix that like oh yeah yeah that's such a perfect line um what else i i also wrote down warden scratching mr sir because yum um, I love the point where Zero nails the doctor in the face with that shovel and then leans down and is like, D-I-G spells dig. dig. Like, oh. That's a good one. That's a yeah, good that's, one. A, that's a good moment. Um, I I wrote down in my notes at a point, wh- the point where they find like the onions and like the, the water and they're like, oh my God, we're saved. There's that moment where Stanley and Zero are just like rolling around in the mud. And so I wrote down, oh, to be a boy rolling around in the mud, eating onions. I love that. I want to do that. Um, <laughs> uh, what else? I really like certain aspects near the end that really help establish like Stanley and Zero's relationship. Like, I love how after Zero finally confesses to Stanley, like, he was the one who took the shoes and, like, he's the reason why Stanley's out there. Like, Stanley's not even a little bit angry. He's just like, it's destiny. Like, we were supposed to be together. And I think that that fucked me up and I did cry. So I was like, that's really nice. Um, <laughs> I like that a lot. Uh, I love Kissing Kate's death scene. Oh, that's a good it's, one, too. Ooh, it's so sad but beautiful. Um... Let's see, what else? I also, I ball at the scene where Zero finds his mom. I I love the inclusion of that. And it's just, it would be so easy for them just to like not. And so I think it's just really wonderful to see like this family come back together. I'm like, oh my God, thank God. And then the overarching thing I really like is I really, really like how this film helps showcase like the necessity of education and how when within like a white supremacist system education and rehabilitation are like dismantled for capitalist gain and in doing so like more harm is established and like we see that a lot with like kate's schoolhouse getting burned down like during the riot which is like insane to think about and like also, Zero's lack of a- access to education and, to su- and support for his mom. Like, all these things kind of compound onto each other. And I like that the film is maybe not going into it too in-depth, but I do really appreciate the way that it does touch on those concepts because I think it's 
an important thing to talk about how like accessibility and education and rehabilitation are like crucial and in like a racist system like those are the first things that are going to be stripped away wow. so i like thank you retweet, um i like retweet go off <laughs> thanks i just i thought that i found that really exciting to see in the film because obviously i haven't watched this since i was a kid so like it was just fun watching this and being like wow like i really like that this is kind of getting into those ideas yeah i um, agree i agree yeah, and that's my list. I'm all done. <laughs> nice job. You really encompassed everything that uh, I wanted to encompass, and you did a good oh, job. Oh, perfect. Nice job. Well, you you got you got the stuff I wanted to say too. So look we're, at that. We're, look at us. Look at us go. All right. <laughs> oh, look at us. <laughs> Let's move to the next segment. Uh, Secret okay. MVP. Who does not get enough attention for being so great in this movie? Okay. I wrote down three things. Ooh. Okay. Tell me all of them. Mr. Pedansky. Okay. I think he's Mom. fun. Love him. I like I like that they call him mom. Love that I they call him mom. Funny. I love that he's not a real doctor. I love that he kind of plays off as a good guy, but is secretly a bad guy. He's so mean to Zero. It makes me sick. He's just a good villain. I think he's a good secret villain. Yeah. Like, it's easy to Ooh, say the warden yeah. is the best and Mr. Sir is best, but like yeah. Mr. Pedantic is a good villain too. Okay. Uh, Yellow Spotted Lizards, secret MVP. Yes, yes, yes. Love I those love those guys. guys. Love, love them. them. I love, love them. that they are not only super dangerous, but like usually with, with those kinds of animals, I feel like that you assume that they're, uh, what's the word? That they're very lethargic animals. They just kind of sit there and like if you, mm. you invade their territory, they'll get you. Mm-hmm. But there's this one moment where it like goes up on its hind legs and chases and down at, yeah. Stanley. I'm like, oh shit, yes. these things are the fucking real deal. Yeah, they're like actively aggressive yeah, yes i, think I it's love really that. cool i think yeah. it's very cool to get a kind of a different type of aggressive species and makes it pretty fun um yeah. and then i wrote down mary lou the donkey because mary lou oh, is mary lou. doing her best carrying those ah. onions for sam mm. shout out mary lou those are my I my secret her. mvps who doesn't get enough well, attention for you i actually wrote mr sir oh okay but- okay but specifically in regards to like his comedic timing for oh, things, good comedic timing. I think is like amazing. Like the scene where he's like crab walking through the camp with his gun drawn, <laughs> like that absolutely sent me. I was not prepared for that. Or just like the way he would like look at one of the kids sometimes, like it was so fucking funny. I just, I think he's like, it's so. Like you said, like the doctor is such a good like secret villain, and in a way, like Mister Sir is almost like the opposite. Where like yes, you look point, at him and he's point. like, oh, he's such he's the bad guy, but in the end, he's like such a like it's a goof, bumbling. Yeah, he's just a goofy guy. He's a goofy guy. I like when he, he does before oh. he gets hit in the face. He like goes there. He's like all confident. Yes. Tell the warden what you did. He's like, yes. You know, these boys think I don't have eyes in the back of my head, but I do. Yes. So, yes. So dumb. Oh, my God. Or like the scene after he's been scratching, the one kid is like, oh, what happened to your face? Oh, and he gets yeah. so pissed. And he's like, I think I look pretty. And then he's like, <laughs> he's like smashing stuff in his office. It's so funny. Yes. It's a great, great moment. Oh, uh, I, yeah. So I, I love his like comedic timing a lot. Like, I think it's so good. Good. Excellent point. Thank you. Okay. Would okay. uh would Edward Edward Cullen like this movie? No. Is it too hot? Is that why too much sun? 
I said definitely way too sunny. He'd way be there sunny. and comfortable. I think he'd also be really bothered by how dirty everything is. True. Okay, good point. Um, I also just don't think Edward understands the joys of boyhood, and I think he wouldn't get it. I don't think he'd get it at all. I think he'd be like, what's going on here? Because I guess. He's been perpetually, like, what, 19, 20 years old for how long? Nope. Nope. 17. 17? He turned at 17, and when he meets Bella, I think he's been a vampire for, like, over 100 years, but not by much. Okay. He died during the Spanish flu. Okay. Yeah. Good but point. yeah, he's 17, but I can say this because I'm reading mid, uh, the the book about his pro- point of view. Um, he talks a lot about how he really doesn't remember much of anything from when he was human. Oh, so he wow. Just, he doesn't know the joys of boyhood. He doesn't understand the, the thrill of rolling in the mud eating onions. Like no, he doesn't no. get it. I mean, I yeah. don't either, but I, I get it. Oh, I get it. Okay. Well, I get it in my heart. In my So... <laughs> <laughs> I agree that Edward Cullen would not like this movie. I just put okay, okay. the sun. There's a lot of it. Yeah, there's a lot of the sun. I think he would be stressed out. He would be really stressed out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How well, iconic is blank? Ooh. Okay. Oh, I wrote down some good ones. You ready? Oh, I'm excited. Tell me. How iconic is the yellow spotted lizard? Ooh. Oh. I think I'll say like. Eight. I agree. I actually think okay. they're very iconic. I think that when people think of holes, they do think of the lizards very often. Yes. And honestly, I think I specifically always think of that scene that you referenced, the one where the, the it's up on its hind legs running. Like, yeah, dude, I always scary. picture that so vividly in my head. When I was a kid, I remember reading this book and then watching the movie. And yeah. when someone told me, oh, you know, the lizards don't bite stanley and zero because they've been eating onions all night and i mm-hmm. remember learning that and it was maybe the first time in my entire life I, my mind was blown i really? remember just like thinking like holy shit is louis sacker the smartest man alive like how you did, how did so how did he funny. write that and think of that oh my god <laughs> i honestly thought it was the most genius thing i've ever read in my life and so wow. looking back at it every time i think of the scene where they're in the hole with like the the uh, yeah. treasure chest, basically. Yeah, and they all just sit on them. Yeah, love that, love that moment. So um, cool. How iconic is the song "Digging Up Holes"? Oh my god, a ten. 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 Big ten. time. Ten, baby. Yeah, good song. Yeah, easy ten. How iconic is the warden as a sexual awakening icon? Ten. Ten. <laughs> eleven. Can we say eleven? I think we should. We, should, we can say eleven. We can say eleven. Sure, sure. Did I answer that one too fast? No, you an- no, you did not. You answered it at the appropriate time. Nice Perfect. <laughs> How iconic is Sploosh? Oh, uh, six. Yeah, I, I, I gotta agree. Six is, yeah. six is about right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How iconic is eating raw onions? Oh, um, I'd probably say like a seven. The crunch is so good. It's Ugh. so, I you love like the crunch. Um, yeah. You, you don't like, like onions? Whoa, 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 back up. Wait, you why like is that? Onion? Yeah, I feel like onions are like the go-to veg to put in stuff. Wait a minute. We're talking about, you. you're very picky with your food. I am. I love onions. And you like onions. 
I'll put onions on my tacos. I'll Ooh. put onions on my... I've been... Actually, I want everyone to know, I've been changing up my mod pizza order a lot, and I've been really big into putting red onions on my pizza. Oh, um, God, the worst. What are you talking... I'm so... I feel like you're gaslighting me into thinking that it's weird to like onions, but I actually think you're being the weirdo by not liking onions. You're You're right. I am... Okay. I okay. am gaslighting you. <laughs> Thank and you I am the for one owning this. The, I am the minority. I will. <laughs> I was about to be like, I'm really confused. <laughs> no, you're right. I am in the minority. I hate okay. red onions. Really? I, I Do you like, like white onions? Not raw. Cooked, I can okay. do. Like okay. if it's like in a taco, I'll just eat the taco with onions in it. If I can get them okay. not with onions, I would prefer it. Really? But I'll eat them. I'm not going to like be picky. Um, do you... On a burger it, wh- though, why? never. Really? I, you know, I don't mind them on a burger. Like, it's, Never. Uh, that's like, it's pretty good. Do you, what, like, what is it? Is it the taste? Yeah, I think so. It's just the, I don't like it the way it tastes. I don't know. I can't explain it. Huh. I just don't like it. That's so interesting. My top three hated foods. Pickles. Onions is in your top three? Uh, no, it'd be like top five. Okay. Pickles, okay. mushrooms, olives are my top mm. three. I would agree. I don't like any of those three things. Onions are like maybe top five or six. I think they're wow. fine. But like I said, they have to be cooked like real. Like I'll I'll use them to cook because you can cook them down. They add a lot of yeah, flavor. Exactly. But like not on a burger. No, 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 no. Wow. I, you know what I love? Floored. What? Onion rings, but I only like the skins. Oh, see, and I, that's super funny because... I don't like onion rings, actually. Oh. I know. Okay. It's weird. I also, um, I will say, I don't, do you like caramelized onion? I don't like caramelized onion. I, I could eat them. I, I prefer them caramelized, to be honest. Oh, caramelized, like, gags me, like, oh. in a bad way. Not not gagged in the fun way. I'm not gagged <laughs> in the fun way. I'm gagged in the, like, bad way. <laughs> like, I don't uh, like. That's amazing. I don't like caramelized onions. <laughs> okay. All right. My last one. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm ready. How iconic is, I'm tired of this, Grandpa. Well, it's oh, too damn bad. <laughs> Easy 10. <laughs> that I'm actually kind of surprised we didn't bring up that line until now. I'm surprised uh, too, but it's It's almost moment. like it's transcended the movie almost. Oh, absolutely has transcended like, the movie. It, Did you remember yeah. it was from this movie when you watched it? Oh, yeah. I knew it was in this. I, I knew it was not. Holes. I mean, really? I knew it was in Holes, but I feel like when I was watching it, when the scene came, I was like, I was not prepared for it. I was That's not. So when Weaver, was... the warden goes, I even dug holes on Christmas and it flashes yeah. back. I was like, this is it. This is it. That that part also kills me because they put like like a bluish tint over it to like symbolize, I think, that it's desert winter. And yeah, <laughs> some weird reason. It looks so weird. Um, Can I do the quote too? You can, of course. Okay. I think it's so fun. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. Well, that's too damn bad. <laughs> oh, that is so good. I love that, that line. Is, easy ten, maybe an eleven as well. Yeah, I think I think you might. I think we should probably say eleven for that one as well. Dude, when that was trending on TikTok, it was one of my favorite things ever. Oh, it's so good. It's such a. It's such a. It's. I mean, it's just perfect, like meme format. Like, it really? Is. Oh my god. That's too damn bad. That's too damn bad. How often do you say that in real life? I feel like I say that very often. I don't say it a lot out loud, but I think it a lot. I feel like. 
Like, I think I, I feel like I'm constantly thinking, like, I'm tired of this, Grandpa. <laughs> uh, amazing. All right. L- okay. Let's go to cold take, warm take, hot take. Okay. Do you have yours ready? I do have mine ready. You go first this time. Okay. My cold take is that there is nowhere near enough Warden or Kissing Kate Barlow in this movie. Mm, we agree. need. We need way more of them in there. Agree. That's um, mine's very similar. I put my oh. cold take is we need more Kissing Kate Barlow. Yeah, I would love. I mean, uh, if anything, also a fun thing to do would be like if you want to do like something gritty with holes, do a spinoff and show her like all her proper like time as an outlaw. Oh, I like. And that then a lot. you and then you get your bloody like more violent holes thing. Yeah, like that, that works. That's what I want. I would love if there's any sort of like spin-off movie I'd get behind, it'd be a, a holes Kiss spin-off with Yeah. Oh my god. I'd eat that up. Um Do you have a cowboy name by yourself? For yourself? A cowboy name for myself. Yeah, a cowboy name for yourself. Like Kissing Kate what? Barlow, you would be what? Um, um I'm trying to think of things with C. You could be Calamity Clara. Oh, that'd be fun. That's okay. a really cool one. Calamity well, but Clara. Then I, but then I feel like I have to be... No, actually, I like that because then people will think I'm a bad cowboy, but I would be nice what and I would just... Claim Jumper Clara? Oh, I don't want to claim the land. It's not mine. Well, <laughs> that's too bad. That's too damn bad. <laughs> no, Grandpa! <laughs> Uh, um okay and then what do we do for you what is do you have one ready to go like or do you have a cowboy name locked and loaded not really i could be jumping joe oh my gosh i was thinking jumping joe oh, i was thinking jumping jack go. joe <laughs> oh oh where's jack coming from who's jack well like you know jumping jack that's a oh thing. okay 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 i like, get you yeah. okay jumping jack okay, joe okay. all right yeah i like it okay cool uh, all right all right cool that was easy all right right of course yeah okay (laughs) my warm take is that of anything going on in the film and i want to emphasize that i do personally find these parts really funny and super fun i feel like if there's any part of this that is the weakest part of the narrative it is when we do the jump backs to stanley's family and like Mm, okay i agree with that i do feel like if anything those do disrupt the, the narrative yeah. yeah more than anything else going on i love them and i don't want them cut but they are like the odd thing out i i can agree with that i can okay. agree with that cool and then okay my hot take is that armpit is easily the most interesting character in this entire movie and i think he should have been in it more and i love him Ooh, that's theodore right yeah. I always think of the last line. He's like, tell tell, tell my mom it's from Theodore. Yeah. Aw. That's a good point. I think he is the most, I think he's way more interesting than like X-Ray. And they do give X-Ray a lot of spotlight sometime. I'm like, oh, I, yeah. I want more armpit. Yeah, I was kind of bummed by that. Like, I wish armpit had been in it. I just find him really interesting. Like, I, like, because he kind of goes along with like kind of the, some of the stuff that X-Ray is doing. But he also is like, obviously a little bit more compassionate and i think that's such an interesting balance to see in a kid who like is in such a tough circumstance like that's not the norm so i was like oh give me more armpit 
All right. I like that. I like that. Thank you. Okay. What are your takes? Let's Here we hear go. Them. Cold take. I already mentioned it earlier, but it's right. uh, we need more kissing Kate Barlow. Yep. Warm yep. take. Okay. Family curses. Curses are not real. I don't believe in curses. I think that is asking to be cursed, and I think you should be careful. Cursed by who? There's a lot of people who could curse you. I'm not worried about it. You know why? We're public figures. I'm not worried about being cursed because curses okay. are not real, Clara. Do you think curses are real? Yeah. Like, what kind of curse? Like, I think there are certain, like, spiritual concepts that, like, transcend, I think, what we immediately assume, which is, like, Christian-based spirituality, which is, like, the obviously, like, the obnoxiously dominant thing in the U.S. I think there's a lot of different realms of spiritualness that we don't understand because they've been um, hidden away because of Christianity, and I think a lot of that kind of stuff does have applicable realness in our reality, and I just don't think we understand a lot of it. So I do believe in stuff like that. I... I don't know anything about it necessarily, but I think that comes from being in a very like uh, tight-lipped country. I I think I think a lot of that is real. So if you didn't take up Madame Zeroni to the mountain, do you think you're you would have cursed the Curtis family for generations? Yeah, I I would have absolutely never ever forgotten her because I have deep-rooted anxiety about stuff like that, and I would not let my family be cursed. I would a thousand percent forget and uh, move <gasps> on with my life. Oh my god. Warm take. Here we go. You ready for the hot one? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> my hot take is I agree with Mr. Sir and the warden. Building, oops, no, no. Digging holes does build character. It seems like a fitting punishment for people who uh commit <gasps> misdemeanor crimes. I'm just saying. No. I no. think that if you were to commit a small crime, that if your punishment was to dig like ten holes, that seems fair. I think I think that works. I think that's fair. Okay, but Clara, if you take a bad boy and make him dig a hole every Stop. day in the hot sun, Stop. it'll turn him into a good boy. <laughs> this is not what I expected you to say here, and I'm I I don't know I don't know what to say. I would just say, let's say if I committed a small crime, if I shoplifted yeah. and I yeah. took some stuff and they were like they caught me. And they yeah. said, Joe, you're going to go dig holes for 10 days at Camp Green Lake. And then I dug 10 holes. I probably wouldn't steal ever again because that was miserable. But it's huh. not like I, I'm i being in prison for an extended amount of time. I'm just digging 10 holes. Kind of. But also, like, so many of your rights are being stripped away. I mean, I don't agree with, like, the treatment of the campers. Or like yeah. their living conditions, yeah. or what they're offered. I, I yeah. think that they they obviously need uh, beds and food and showers and and basic human rights. But yeah. the punishment of digging a hole, I think, is effective. Hmm. I'd say like in lieu of like in lieu of juvenile detention for a year, if my yeah. punishment was simply dig ten holes in ten days. Yeah. I think that I think I would I would be like wow that sucks I I don't want to do that, but it's a good enough deterrent to where I wouldn't want to do something like that again. Okay, well, all right. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I agree with I think I don't think I agree with you at all. Actually, 
I, I mean, I think I think it's wrong, and I think those boys needed to be uh, assisted in different ways, other than what, digging what holes. What if their punishment? Let's say let's let's make Camp Green Lake ethical. Okay. <laughs> Here's my my pitch. Okay. You they have to dig twenty holes. It doesn't matter how they can take as long as they want. They could take a year or they could take 20 days. They could take mm-hmm. 10 days where they dig two holes a day. Mm-hmm. It's up to them. It's, it's okay. they, they have the self-control to decide how long they'll be there. And they have yeah. access. And every day they have mandatory counseling sessions. Okay. And they have uh, food, water, beds, clothes, recreation time. But they have a dig hole every day. Minimum. Well, uh-huh. not minimum. They could they could take as long as they want. Yeah. So is that is that ethical? Is that do you agree with? No, no. I'm so. <laughs> you're. I mean, the counseling part. Yeah, I want them to be given. But access like, what to if you like counseling? Then you're motivated to get. What if you like dig two holes a day? You're out in ten days. You instead of being in currently, you could be in juvenile detention for like six months. A yeah, year. but I just see this. He, I think ultimately, I think I just believe in like abolition. I don't think we should. I think, I think, I don't think that we should send the children away. <laughs> what about community? Do you like community the, service? What do you as a punishment I, currently? I I like the concept of community service. Um, but I think I would need to read more about like the the genuine effectiveness of that. I think, I think ultimately the source of virtually all crime is a lack of financial stability and also stability in a lot of different regards of and course, so i'm yeah. i which I, now i'm taking it and we're not being fun i'm taking it too seriously well no um, you're right <laughs> you're right but like but, that's, in a in a perfect world yeah these things don't exist yeah abolition these systems um, don't exist because we live in a society where they don't have to exist exactly yes 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 but yeah i you know i think I think ultimately, yeah, community service in a way would be better and more beneficial because I think that's also part of it is like a feeling of isolation from your community leads mm. to more crime. What if and the so, holes you're digging? Okay, yeah. Tell me tell me what we could use 10 holes for. What if you dig holes a pool? that are graves? <laughs> um, That is really dark. I don't think we should have... <laughs> I want children digging graves. Actually, you, okay. How about this? What if you're building holes? You're digging mm-hmm. the holes to plant mm-hmm. trees. Okay, I could get behind that. Okay, they don't have to be quite as deep, so that's good. No, no. You know, community service uh, led to uh, the movie Free Willy happening. Remember? Do you Did remember it really? Free yeah, I like Free Willy. Wait, how does how does that correlate? Tell me. Because the kid graffitis. Uh, the aquarium oh, and he gets caught right. and they're like you have to do community service and clean up your your graffiti and then he meets Willie and then he right. frees Willie right wow I you know what I haven't seen Free Willie since I was a kid and I watched it on like VHS you know for the people listening Claire and I have been discussing of like a house of nostalgia where yeah. we just talk about old movies for Patreon it might need to happen now because I want to talk about I Free really- Willie I'm having so much fun talking about all these movies. Like, yeah, we might we might need to pull the trigger on Okay, that anyways. Asap. All right. Okay, My anyways, hot take anyways. is that holes is a good okay. punishment. <laughs> okay, yeah, and I vehemently... That's a great hot take because I vehemently disagree with it. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Okay. 
if you shoplifted yeah and someone's like clara you have to now dig two holes what am i pause what am i what why am i shoplifting Am I shoplifting the food? It is the the point. There's a big... No, pause. There's a huge difference between someone shoplifting groceries because they can't buy food versus someone... You're with correct. High high income shoplifting okay. like okay. makeup. Reel it for back shits one second. Gigs. One back. Okay, yeah. People who Give me shoplift more context. essentials do not deserve punishment. No, absolutely not. Okay, okay. Okay, so I'm abundantly I'm a, clear to the entire yes, world. If perfect. people are shoplifting <laughs> bread and yeah. food and water and yeah. they get arrested, fuck That's those bullshit. people who arrested them. Yeah, bullshit. Like, give them the fucking bread. Like, yes, are you kidding? Exactly. Um, now, okay, Clara, you, so you shoplifted. I'm shoplifting for shits and gigs. Um, the latest 4K edition of Coraline that has deleted scenes on it, and you shoplifted it because oh. you just do not care for authority. I'm anti studio at the moment, so I'm I'm pirating physical media now. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Okay. Um, and if someone's like you, you have to dig two holes now because you stole this, this movie. Do you think yeah. that'd be an effective way to make you not steal movies ever again? No, I think I would just learn to be sneakier. All right, let's move on. This is okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like your hole punishment, Joe. I'm, I'm anti-hole punishment. If someone made me dig a hole for something, <laughs> I would do anything to avoid digging a hole ever again. That's. I think the other problem that we're not taking into account for this scenario is I like the dirt and I like digging and I like the mud. I would so I hate those things. I don't think it would actually be that much of a punishment for me if we're being totally honest. Well, I think clearly. I would enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what an adventure. Intrusive I'm glad thoughts. We've ad- I'm glad we've added this segment so that we got to really break that down. <laughs> Oh my okay, god! Okay, intrusive thoughts. Um, do I you did want me to write. Go first? I did write down. Um, Ooh, jail or I did write down Camp Green Lake just for stealing shoes. Is this movie secretly about the corruption of our justice system? No. Okay, because that's so funny. Because an intrusive thought I wrote down that I wanted to ask you was how much money do you think that judge is given every time he sends a boy to Camp Green Lake? Oh, he's probably paid under the table for yeah. sure. Yeah, that was my thought as Camp well. I was like, there's no way that these like half these crimes are correlating to like what they're being punished. Eighteen months. Yeah, for, for stealing shoes? a pair of shoes. Yeah. Also, let's talk about these shoes. One, okay. why would Zero even steal these shoes that are, A, obviously too big for his feet. Mm. They're way too large. Also, they're not even shoes. They're fucking cleats. Who wears cleats casually? I think it's it's not necessarily like, a, oh, I want to wear these every day kind of thing. I think it was like the, this is something really nice and I don't have nice things and i want something nice for myself you know what i mean like there is a certain kind of comfort in owning something that's like coveted i i agree i just don't think but but why wear them uh i mean also maybe it feels nice to like walk in the shoes of someone who's a lot more like well off than you like he doesn't know he doesn't know their sweet feet shoes that's true he doesn't know that i think my issue isn't so much that he chooses cleats i think why couldn't they just write them to be sneakers like why couldn't it just been like a basketball player with his shoes there 
Like, why do they have to be cleats? That is a that is a fair distinction. Also, maybe a hot take, but of all the like famous athletes, we're going with a famous baseball player? Question mark. The yeah, least, that's a little hot. The because, least famous I mean, sport. Like that, that's America's <laughs> pastime. Yeah, but I think if you ask like the average person, like name ten famous baseball players right now, I don't I mean, know if they could do it. Uh, but I don't if know. If you ask the if you ask them for 10 famous basketball players or football players, I think they'd be easier off. Oh, wow. Do you just, uh, I don't know. This is also me bullshitting because I don't know. I don't talk <laughs> about sports at all. So I, think I don't if you know. you ask 10 Claras to name baseball players, <laughs> and yeah, they would have a difficult time. Perfect. I think we underestimate the popularity of baseball. As somebody who doesn't okay. like it either, I'll be honest. Uh huh. I do think we underestimate how popular it is. I wear really? a Dodgers hat almost every day when I go to the, to the picket lines, and every almost every time I get, oh, you see that Dodger game last night? I'm like, nope. Oh, Jesus. I did not. That's a jump scare. Being asked about sports, jump scare. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, I just think they could okay. have made, I mean, and Rick Fox is a basketball player. I don't know why they just didn't make. Yeah, I'm confused. I mean, I guess because in the book, it's a baseball player, yeah? Yeah, in the book, is it's a baseball okay. player, but I just don't understand why they don't make him a basketball player. Anyways, um, my other thing I want to ask you, my other intrusive thought, mm. is I can fix that a top five romantic thing to say to someone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the different the different ways he says it. Like, I oh, I can fix that. And then in the, in the, oh, my God, in the schoolhouse when she's crying and he's like, I can fix that. And yeah, like, whoa. The Riz. The Riz. Oh, the Riz. And then when she's dying <laughs> and she says, oh, I'm so cold, Sam. And he goes, I can fix that. Damn. God damn. It's so yeah. good. Like, very romantic. Yeah. yeah very romantic. <laughs> what are some things that you had written down? Um, okay. First and foremost, the outfit that Stanley is we- wearing at the beginning of the movie, like when he's getting arrested, I want to wear that entire outfit. That is such like a queer outfit. I want everything on that boy's body. What like, is he wearing? I'm, like a flannel and a beat up hat? No, it's like a red hat and kind of like yeah, baggy jeans. You don't want to wear a red hat right a, now, Clara. It's okay. Fair. And but then <laughs> there's and then he wears like a striped like t-shirt with like a collar. And I was like, dude, that's so queer. I want to wear that. Like that. That's a good little fit. He's looking fly. Um, so shout out to Stanley's outfit. Um, do do do. What else? Oh, okay. I had a question for you. If you got sent to Camp Green Lake, what would your nickname be at Ooh, Camp Green Lake? That's a good one. Thank you. I have mine locked and loaded, but I'm curious what yours would be. So I might take this in a little bit of a sad direction. Ooh, okay. Because they don't assign their own nicknames. The the nicknames are assigned by the their peers. Right. And most of the time their nickname is assigned in a insultingly but in a in a friendly manner. Right. Armpit. And you kind of you wear it as a bad, badge of honor even though it's a little insulting. Yeah. yeah. So like Armpit smells, but his name's Armpit. And X Ray mm-hmm. has glasses and I don't know why Zigzag's called Zigzag, but Twitch is Twitch because he's constantly twitching. Right. I feel like they would call me something around along the lines of like, because I have a big nose and I've learned to live with mm. my big nose and I've okay. learned to love my big nose, but I was okay. bullied a lot as a kid for my big nose and Aww. I was called a lot of mean names for my big nose. 
So I would think it would be something like nosy or um, snoz, snoz or uh, birdie or vulture. So it kind of has a small little hook to it. Okay. Um, so I've been and I've been called those things before. Oh, you know what? People called me a lot when I was uh, in middle school and high school. What? Toucan. Oh my god. So my nickname would be Toucan. And I would wear the badge of honor. Now, I, you may feel okay. bad for me, and you may feel sad for me, and I understand that. But please know I have spent 30 years with this nose. <laughs> right. And I've learned to love it and accept it and, and mm-hmm. really identify it as, you know, part of my personality and identity. So yeah. it's okay. I'm okay now. It was hard when I okay. was younger, but I'm okay now. Good. Okay, I'm glad. Didn't mean to make that so sad. <laughs> no, it's fine. Also, I mean, wow. Okay, yeah. No. Okay. I'm Okay. Um, <laughs> what's right. yours? Mine is also animal related, actually. Oh, nice. I think I would get called snail. Snail? Because I love snails, but also that's not why. Because I don't think, I don't know if they'd want to know that I like snails. I think I would get called snail because I was about to say, given my Victorian child body um, and my frailty and all of that, I think I would be not the best hole digger even though i'd be having fun i think i'd be very slow i don't think i'd be able to get out of the hole and yeah i just think i'd be really slow like a snail oh okay that well, that mm. works i was yeah, gonna say like it... poly like a roly poly <gasps> oh i like that too that'd be fun because yeah, you're also like very fragile and like a yeah. roly poly i always pick them up and smash them on accident what the fuck is going on don't just say that so casually to me we, we've had this conversation before i like, know but i i don't i every time i get more i get upset again it's a, it's <laughs> it's sorry. devastating it's fine it's fine it's fine okay so that was my big question i was very curious and then the only other thing i wrote down because listening to the soundtrack to this movie also unlocked a very key memory for me which is that when i was a kid i had a little cd player and i had like a bunch of cds but there were a few that were on constant rotation and i'm gonna tell them to you right now are you ready i'm so ready for this is one of them sugar ray no do you know who sugar ray is i do but i did not have a sugar ray cd okay what's what are your cds okay first and foremost i had the whole soundtrack cd listen to that constantly perfect then i had the shrek soundtrack cd one or two shrek one Amazing. So I would constantly be blasting, hey, now you're an all star. Yeah. Just all nonstop, nonstop. And then I saw then, her face. Yeah. And I'm a believer. Exactly. And then, okay, here we go. Another one, another film soundtrack, actually. I had the soundtrack CD to Spirit, the horse movie. Wow. Stallion, Sim, Stallion Cimarron? Cimarron? Yes. What's it called? Yes. Uh, that, I think, is it. Spirit yeah. Stallion of Cimarron. Yeah. I had that CD, I'd listened to that, but that was a very different vibe than everything else going on so far. So we were really diverse in our music taste. Um, I had Hilary Duff's Metamorphosis. Oh my God, that's such a good one. Yeah. When the rain falls down. That's exactly the song I remember (laughs) off of it, is that one. Oh my God, I would lie there on my floor Uh. and just like stare out the window and be like, oh... (laughs) <laughs> and then the move? last what's, what's the opening lyric it's like oh, what is the oh, oh when the rain falls down lyric 
I can think of... When the rain falls down, um, we fall away, maybe? What's the one that goes like, let's go back, back to the beginning? Oh, yeah! What song is that? Oh, I don't know! Let's go back to the Google. Let's go back back to the beginning. Oh, it's just called Come Clean. Yes! Oh, yes, Come Clean. Yeah. 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 Back to when the earth, the sun, the stars, all. Yeah, good song. Yeah. Go off. Okay. And then the last, <laughs> the last CD in my con, I had more than this, but these were like the go, go, go twos was Coldplay's Viva La Vida. Oh, good album. Great We've talked about album. This before. We have because this is the first album I ever bought like on my own with my own money and it like changed my life. But I yeah, those were, those were my CDs, like my main, those were my fave CDs. I could not even give you a list if I tried, but those are all great options. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I love the uh, I love the whole soundtrack. It's such it's such a banger. Like there's so many good songs on this. It's crazy. My last question for you. Ooh, okay. Which rain scene is better, the Ooh. one at the end of this movie, or the one at the end of Shawshank Redemption? Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Uh. Oh my god! I don't know if I can pick one, Joe. Uh... You can say it's holes and I would not judge you. I'm really, to- I'm like really like weighing which, like I, it's, it's truly like a toss up. I'm going to close my eyes and just clear my mind we, and we, then pick it, one. There could be no winner. We could just pick both. Okay. Thank you for giving me Porque that third no option. Porque no los dos. It's something you say on the podcast with Sydney all the time. Porque no los dos. Why not both? Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Let's do that. Do you remember I think that, that commercial? makes me feel better. Yes, I do. With the taco shells. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I do remember that one. 4K, no, this does. Amazing. That little girl. Aw. Um, would you agree on both? Or are you just being nice and letting me do both? Because I'm panicking. The ending scene, they both mean something different yes. in their context, right? Like the end yes. of Shawshank is like, he, the rain is here. He's a free man. He's a new man. Yeah. But like there's almost like a sense of relief at the end of holes because they've there's been no rain for years yeah. and years and years. The curse is now yeah. broken. The yeah. camp is being shut down. Like it is kind of a really nice like renewal for them as well. Yeah. They they mean different things and I like them both equally. Well said. Okay. Perfect. Last Good section. Question, okay, last section. Three recommendations if you like holes. Okay. I said Shawshank Redemption. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. If you want a movie about someone being unlawfully prison and a movie that really breaks down the injustices of prison, Mm -hmm. there you go. Shawshank Redemption. Good one. Also, maybe even a movie that's even better in its its commentary on prison reform. Okay. Paddington 2. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'm serious. I'm serious. I believe I know you're serious, and I'm so happy you brought up Paddington. Paddington too. is un- unlawfully detained, unlawfully sent to jail for a crime yeah. he did not commit. Yep. And there he changes the way prisons run. Good movie. Yeah, that was a that was a very like inspiring like cadence to the way you just said that. It was I'm learning from Mr. Pedansky and you Mr. sounded <laughs> a little bit like a lawyer. Like you were you were doing an op- opening statement for Paddington <laughs> there. Like you were ready. <laughs> I, I am ready to defend Paddington Amen. seven days a week, twenty four hours that. a day. Last one, very okay. off the wall, random choice. Oh wow! Okay, 
But what I like about Holes is that it really encapsulates what 2003 was like. Okay. And I think if you really want to get a vibe of what 2003 was like, watch mm-hmm. Holes and then watch 2003's Daredevil starring Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. Oh, wow. If you want to know what 2003 was like, what it was like to walk outside, the fashion, the dialogue, yeah. the the treatment of men and women and superheroes as a genre. Wow. Daredevil. What, what a, a movie. What a fun one to pull. It, it, music, music. Can I, I need to really, really emphasize the fact that this movie, Daredevil, Yeah. if you want to get a sense of what the music was like in 2003, what was trending, Evanescence, Bring Me to Life, <gasps> it consumed that year, and it's in that movie, and it's set to a training montage with Jennifer Garner. It oh my is God. something. It just screams 2003. So if you're looking wow. to jump in a time traveling machine and travel back to 2003, there you go. Now I have that on DVD and now I really want to watch it. Oh my gosh. Do you have the director's cut by chance? I don't know actually. I need to check. It was um it was one I have like a small handful of like my dad's old DVDs and uh-huh. it's one of my dad's old ones and it might be cuz he like he definitely like specifically tried to get like director's cut of You stuff. should check. I've heard the director's cut is legitimately makes the movie a lot of fun. Oh, dope. Okay, I'll check and I'll let, I'll text you after. I'll let you know. Perfect. All right, those are my three cool. recommendations. What are okay. you uh throwing at us? All right. Okay. Okay, I'm trying to decide. Okay. Okay, I'm going to do these ones. Okay. The first film I would recommend is a film called The Learning Tree from 1969. Oh, Have Lord. you seen this? No, I've never even heard of this. Oh, it's amazing. I really, really, like, it's definitely, like, a little underseen. I really, really, really recommend this one. Like, of anything I'm recommending today, I would say The Learning Tree is, like, the one I would most like people to, like, take away from this. It's um about this African-American boy named Newt who, in the summer, he's with his friends and it kind of just depicts a summer which starts out with, like, a really jarring and, like, traumatic moment that, like, kind of rips Newt out of his childhood innocence. And then the rest of the summer, that event kind of just keeps rolling into a bigger and bigger and bigger thing that involves a lot of discussion around, like, racism and the way that racism, like, compounds within, like, the justice system. Um, It's amazing. It's such a good watch. I think it might be be a Criterion release, or it's at oh, least wow. streaming on Criterion. Like, it's really, really good. I love The Learning Tree, um, so I'd recommend that one. I would also recommend The Outsiders oh, from I love 1983. The Outsiders. I love The Outsiders. I mean, if you want to see a bunch of wonderful, like, hot A-list actors when they're younger, like, you need to watch The Outsiders first yeah. and foremost. It's also a really good recommendation considering the profound influence of holes as a book on a generation yes exactly outsiders is the same same deal you get like this book that was profoundly influential on a generation and a movie that a lot of people love and people declare as a really faithful adaptation from what i remember it was pretty faithful oh i remember yeah i think it is as well i I want to go back and read and watch that I reread the book a couple years ago and I it was it was just like it's such an amazing read. Like it's such a good book. I love that book. I Damn. need to rewatch the movie though. I haven't rewatched the movie in a long time. I remember um, watching that in school and just Yeah, me crying. too. Yeah. It was it was Poor Johnny. Ugh, I oh my boy. Oh Johnny um, boy. Johnny boy. 
And then my other main three one that I'll do is I'll recommend Stick It. Yeah. Because that's also someone committing um, a crime and being sent to camp instead of jail. Only it's a girl getting sent to gymnastics camp. And it's dope as fuck and one of the best movies ever. And also is a major cornerstone of Queer Awakenings. Also, it came out like in 06, which is I think is yeah. another good movie that really captures the essence of the mid-early 2000s. Yes, I agree. Love that. Love that. Um, can I do my two extra rapid-fire Yes, fire of ones? course. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, my rapid-fire no explanation also is our Treasure Planet from 2002 and Celia from 1989. Perfect. Okay. Boom. We have done it. We have discussed at length holes. We've discussed at yeah. length the punishment of digging holes. Yep, we've really <laughs> dug into that one. <laughs> ha ha. Puns. We, we, we dug into... I'm tired of this, Grandpa. Yep. Um, we did a lot of things today. We Amazing. dug into onions. Dug into onions. Yeah, a lot of yeah. great things. So thank you so yeah. much, everybody who's listening. Uh, yeah. As a reminder, check out our Patreon. We have a lot of exclusive mm-hmm. episodes and content for you there to listen to. So if you enjoyed this, you may enjoy that. Next week, a discussion on Casino Royale. And then the following week, a discussion on the Lizzie McGuire movie. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I'm so excited. Sing to me, Paolo. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm going to fucking quote that movie. Oh, I can't wait. Just from minute one to the last. Lisa McGuire, you're an outfit repeater. Dude, <laughs> I think of that line, I think, every day of my life. That lie. that line really did like negatively impact me as a child I for think a little it, bit. It changed the world. I'm being completely serious. Yeah. From that moment on, I was so conscious Paranoid. and about like, will someone realize yes. I've worn this before? Yes. And I feel like that birthed the whole, like, I own a washing machine. Like that counter argument is yeah. because so many people were like, but I'll some- repeater. Sometimes that doesn't work <laughs> because sometimes <laughs> no. it's true. I'm just repeating my outfit. Yeah. I've worn the same shorts to the picket lines like five times. Sorry admitting that right now on on the podcast okay well then i'll also admit i wear the exact same pair of nike basketball shorts to work every day perfect yeah Yeah. (laughs) i mean like unless like a visible stain gets on my shorts uh right i'm not gonna wash it immediately yeah i i wash yeah the same that's kind of my rule of thumb as well wow they're pants what's going on i mean they're pants. I'm yeah. not. It's it's different than a shirt. It is exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad we're on the same page. Okay. Wow. All right. There's well, your teaser for Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody who's listening. If you are listening um, and are not able to subscribe to Patreon, do not worry. We just appreciate you listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe check out uh, the Apple reviews. Leave a review. Leave us a star rating. That yeah. is also very helpful. It is perfect. All right, Clara. I will talk to you later. Okay. Everybody else have a wonderful week and uh, we'll see you guys next time.